Welcome, you're listening to the Movement Podcast with Stacy and Sarah. We are so thankful you could join us today. Download your choice of podcasting app. The Movement Podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. Then please hit the subscribe button for the Movement Podcast to follow us and be notified when we have uploaded a new episode. Again, we thank you for listening. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. It's been a minute since we've done this. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. The sun's shining and it's a beautiful morning. So I'm glad to be here. Me too. So let's dig right in. Um, Recently, can you tell me how you saw God move? Um, One of the biggest ways is uh, my son Casey had brain surgery. He had this condition called Chiari malformation with syrinx and Um, To sum it up quickly, it's when your brain kind of goes down into your spinal cord and it acts like a bathtub stop. Nothing is going in or out like as far as the spinal fluid and it was causing issues and it was just going to get worse. And so um, they recommended surgery. So he April 28th, he had surgery and um, it was insane. The piece that we had going into it, the piece that we had in the hospital. And I don't think very many people could say, man, we were blessed. Mm -hmm. You know, like when your son has brain surgery, you're like, man, that was, that was a good experience, (laughs) but it was. And that just shows you how good God is. He's just a great provider. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. How about you? Um, I actually have a great short to share with you. Um, But I would like to wait because it goes hand in hand with today's topic. So we'll get to that in a minute. All right, I'm excited to hear about it. Okay, so today we're going to talk about mentorship, um, the importance, and a new ministry that you are getting ready to start today here at the church. Yeah, Can you tell us about that. Yeah, it's called um, college and early career, and um, what ha- has happened is there's a gap in our church. So the kids will go off to college and. Um, which, you know, like they do, like they go and find their, their, um, their like own wings and they go to college and find their friends. And sometimes they find their own church and everything, but then they, sometimes they just fall off Mm -hmm. and there's nothing there for them. And they feel kind of alone and lost. And, um, my friend Vicki and I, we've seen the need and I have two college aged girls and I'm concerned about that but also we have a lot of kids in our church that are growing up Mm -hmm. and they're going to be in that spot soon so let's get ready for that and we have this amazing youth program that they come out of and then 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 it's just nothing yeah and we have a lot of uh, I would say like 30 somethings on up in our church Mm -hmm. but yeah if you are in that age of like college to yeah, 28, 29, there's really not a lot there. So we want to just create that small group mm-hmm. atmosphere. And um, we're going to do a study called um, Counterculture. And it's just how do you live in a world where everything is just um, run by Satan? Like, how do you how do you do that as a believer? Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited about that because that is their life. I, yeah. You know, my girls are in that. Um, and making choices and just being so influenced by social media and everything. So I'm excited that they will have that tool. But also there's a a fun little thing that we're going to be doing. We're going to be pairing them up with a mentor. So each, um, I'm going to say kid because 
they're my kids, you know, yeah. each kid's going to come in and they're going to have a mentor and that mentor is going to be checking in on them, um, discipling them, praying for them. And, and it's going to be as um, intense or low key as they want to make it. But we're just going to offer that part um, for them. So I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah, that's really great. And actually, here's where my story comes in. Um, I actually, I've been a part of a women's Bible study on Thursday evenings. And we, every week, have a clipboard where we write our prayer requests on. And during this Bible study, like, something just really spoke to me that, one, I need to put myself out there to be mentored and also to mentor. Mm. Like God gives us people to be in community with and I need to be better about doing that. Um, so, you know, we can all learn from each other. Yeah. And so it was, you know, something I had kind of been praying about my own and it was hard for me to like step out of my comfort zone and like verbalize that. So I wrote it on the prayer sheet the following week, I think it was maybe like three or four days later, <laughs> I get a text from you that says, hey, we're starting this program. We're asking for you to pray, you know, about mentoring. And, and then God says, us here you go, Stacey. Yep. So just amazing. <laughs> Prayer request answered. Absolutely. <laughs> so are you going to do it then? I absolutely am. Yes. Awesome. I'm yeah. super excited and I'm really excited for this program. And thankful that you and Vicki have stepped up and taken this on because there is a need. It's kind of funny. I, as we were sitting and like planning and everything, I'm like, Vicki, I have not met another person as like passionate and zealous as myself. And like, but you are like, he's just matched us up so mm-hmm. great. And like, we're just kind of like, you know, like, let's get her done. You know, mm-hmm. there's a need, let's do it. So it's kind of neat to partner up with yeah. her too and, yeah. and use those gifts that God has given us. Yes. Um. Okay. So, Let's talk about the importance. I heard you say God laid it on your heart to find a mentor and to be mentored. I think that it is so important in the Christian walk. We cannot do this alone. We have to have people that come alongside us and we have to be able to take what God has taught us and um, and molded us and, and use that to mentor other people. So I'm going to read. It's Matthew 28. And I know it's very familiar to a lot of people. But it's the Great Commission. Jesus um, died. He came back. And he walked the earth for 40 days. And he used it as his like, you know, let's. this is what I want you to do. Um, this is what um, you guys need to be focusing on and he his very last words to the disciples was the great commission so i'm going to read that then the 11 disciples went to galilee to the mountain where jesus had told them to go when they saw him they worshiped him but some doubted then jesus came to them and said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore that's a key word therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you to the very end of the age. So if those were Jesus's last words to his disciples, I um, think that they are imperative 
And it goes on to us. Like we are the disciples that need to go Mm -hmm. and make disciples. Yes. And I think that like, what is discipling? If you just break it down, because that could kind of seem like intimidating, but really it's, it's just pointing people to Jesus constantly. It's teaching them and it's modeling to them what the Christian walk looks like. In our world today, we need that more than ever. Yes. The world is screaming worldly things loudly everywhere you look. You're right. You know, um, I, I started reading this book, spiritual mothering. It's, um, the Titus two model for women mentoring women. It's by Susan Hunt. And she talks in here about part of it is the pursuit of happiness leads to emptiness, but in God's economy, the pursuit of holiness leads to real and happy, real and lasting happiness. Mm -hmm. And, I just find that so true. Like if you're digging into the worldly things and you have happiness in your mind. It's going to, you're going to fall short every time. Absolutely. It's never going to fulfill or satisfy. You're always going to have that longing and that craving. And And so uh, I love, first of all, I love the title of that book because I, Mother's Day was what, last week? Yes. And I texted, um, my friend Kay Graham from our church. And I said, happy mother's day. You have been a spiritual mom to me and, um, and made such an impact in my life. So that like, I don't think we can take that spiritual mothering lightly. That Mm -hmm. is a huge, and I've had, um, so my whole, my whole faith walk, I've had people come alongside me, um, and, and point me to Jesus, but I've also had to seek out mentors and it's come from a place of desperation where um, I'll just give a quick example I've mentioned before I have PMDD um, and I just I went through cycles and cycles and cycles of depression and um, to the point where I just I was not good as a mom and a wife and I knew it and I was just at the end of myself and God provided somebody who had PMDD who had a heart for mentoring a heart for healing. And she is the one that like gave me the permission to go to the doctor and talk to the doctor. Like before, cause I was a baby Christian. I'm like, Oh, well that's wrong. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, Sarah, do, do your husband and your kids a favor and go to the doctor. And that was the step of that God used for healing. And, um, and then that time for mentorship, uh, you know, we, we didn't have to continue because I, God had brought me to a certain place. But then after I started fostering and my life was just depleted because I was just so emotionally exhausted and everything, I had to seek out another mentor and God used her to heal, to speak truth into my life because I had a lot of lies from Satan just pounding me. Mm -hmm. And when you are trying to combat the lies of Satan, number one, you don't even know their lies at that time. And you're not strong enough on your own. You're not. And God... Yeah, God has provided the church to stand with you and battle. Mm-hmm. And that is in that mentorship. She spoke truth to me. She held me accountable. She brought me to a place of um, healing with Jesus. And um, it's invaluable. And I know that that was um, straight from God. And so who are we to not offer that to other people? Exactly. You know, like if we're if it stops there, then who like... No, let's let's offer that to those that are younger than us then. 
Do you have a scripture from? Oh, I do, but I have this yeah. other book, Adorned by Nancy DeMoss Wolgamuth. Sorry if I butchered her uh, name. Is that Nancy Lee DeMoss and that she got married? I think it is. Ah, yes. Yeah. Um, living out the beauty of the gospel together. So there's a part in here that speaks about when older women choose to invest themselves in lives to younger women, the whole families and churches feel the blessing. It's a ripple and, effect. Yes. Because honestly, this is what's been on my mind lately, Stacey. Like, if you really stop, step back and evaluate it, we all have junk. Mm-hmm. We have junk from our past, from our childhood. We have junk from our marriages. We have junk from parenting even. And if we are all just walking around in our junk, what kind of relationship is that, number one, like with each other? Because mm-hmm. we're all just kind of guarded and um, protective of ourselves or we like project that junk onto other people but then also what how is that modeling the church yes and then god and you know it's saying like the gospel Mm -hmm. we need to come to a place of healing Mm -hmm. god does not expect us to walk around in our junk he does not want that for us and he also gave us each other I mean, to walk alongside each other and carry each other's burdens. And and if we're not doing that, then we're not the picture of the church. Exactly. And so the ripple effect of that in the church, in the community, in the kingdom of heaven is um, eternal. Mm-hmm. Like it just keeps going. And we're going to see that when we get to yes. heaven and God gives us that ability to see all that and the ripple effect, we're going to like, yes. <laughs> you know, I'm excited for it. Yes, me too. So I have some Titus verses that I'd like to read that go along with what we're speaking Which is of. crazy because we're in Titus. At our church. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's what funny do you how God lines up, you know, sermons and what we're reading and digging into with just. Yeah, I love it. So I'm going to read Titus 2, 2 through 8. Teach the older men to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled, and sound in faith, in love, and in endurance. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands, so that no one will malign the word of God. Similarly, encourage the young men to be self-controlled and everything set them an example by doing what is good and your teaching show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. And then also I'd like to read 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the Lord, or I'm sorry, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself, a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. It's so good. It's exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it fulfills the Great Commission. Absolutely. Um, so you have a challenge for us, Stacy. 
kind of what God challenged you. Yes. So if you, for one, don't have a mentor, find yourself one. And Sarah, I wanted to ask you, how did you find one? Like what? It's not like, did you just walk and say, I need you to mentor me? Well, it's funny how God does that too. It's, you know, like you look, look at the people in your life and look at the older women, the ones that you um, want to emulate, the ones that have that godly characteristic. And then you just go and ask. And I know that in our day and age where um, we kind of like to stick back to ourselves and all that stuff, it's hard to put yourself out there and ask. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say that's a lie from Satan. Mm -hmm. Go out and ask. Mm -hmm. Go and seek that out. Send them a text. Meet them in the hallways of church, whatever, and say, hey, I, I just wonder, would you be willing to meet with me? Like, I would love to just absorb some of your wisdom. And, mm-hmm. um, and if they say no, go seek someone else. Mm-hmm. Keep going until you find that person that has the godly characteristics that can feed into you. Mm-hmm. You'll be blessed by it, I promise. And, I mean, mentoring goes both ways. Like, there's a blessing for them and for you in that always. Mm-hmm. So, if you are not a mentor to somebody else, then step out. Step out and mentor as well. Yeah. And I think, too, for those of us who are older, and if you're feeling, like, challenged and convicted just by this podcast, like, yes, I need to feed into to the younger. Um, and God is giving you experiences and um, wisdom regarding life and this faith and faith walk and everything. Yes, I just said go out and seek your mentor, but you also are called to go and seek the mentee. Mm -hmm. Look at the younger people that are in your life. Look at the people that you can feed into. Even if they have a rough past, go and seek them out. Mm -hmm. And use your resources. There's, I mean, if your schedule is so busy that you can't fit in time for this, do it on your lunch hour. Yeah, that's a good idea. Do it at dinner. Hey, let's meet for dinner. Um, do Marco, use the Marco Polo app, Yep. send videos to each other, um, text, just, just make a way. Yeah. There, there's always a way. And there's always an excuse not to. Exactly. So you lay down those excuses mm-hmm. because honestly, when we get to heaven, um, God's going to ask us, what did you do with the life that I gave you? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be like, oh, well, I saved a lot of money or I, um, built a big house or, you know, that is going to be so embarrassing if that's what my life is all about is acquiring wealth and comfort or things for self. Yeah. I want to say I ran hard and I loved hard and I discipled hard. That's what I want to be able to say. And not just in your own family, because I find that I, I kind of stick more to my family and I I need to get away from that. But you know, that's okay too. Like it is, but you like God has given you people in your life for a reason. Mm -hmm. So you can mentor, but also like you ask God to give you eyes to see. Mm -hmm. And he will, I promise. Like you're going to go up to church now and you're going to just see people that you could mentor. (laughs) I guarantee you. He's got just good that way. He absolutely is. All right. So um, the challenge, find a mentor and then find a mentee. So um, I, I hope this encourages a lot of people. And I'm just sitting here talking to you. I mean, as soon as I got that text, I was already, you know, praying about that. My mind was on that. And then your text, it just really. really and are you excited about it? Up. Yeah. 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 
absolutely. You know, and I like I tell people, um, how do you decipher what's from God and what's not from God? God always gives life. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, friend, this is life giving. Absolutely. So, yeah, let's get on board with that. You want me to pray? Please. Lord God, thank you so much um, for this uh, amazing topic. And I know that it's dear to your heart. It's something that you desire. And it's not just um, just to see if we will. Lord, you do it. You call us to disciple because it, like Stacey said, it brings so much blessing and purpose to our lives. So God, I pray for those out there that um, maybe feel alone and they need somebody to speak that truth to them and to come alongside them. And um, so I pray, Lord, for those people that they would um, be able to seek out those mentors and um, that when they do, that you would just bring life and healing to their to their um, faith walk. God, I pray um, for those who... Um, are being challenged and convicted to be a mentor, give them eyes to see those around them. God, I pray that we would step out of our comfort zones, that we would use the resources and the experiences and the wisdom that you've given us and share it. God, help us to fulfill the great commission and all that we think, say, and do so we have no regrets. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Sarah. It's been a great morning. As always. Great topic. and. Yeah. Look forward to next week or two weeks. Yep. So thank you for listening. We're glad you're here. And again, just reach out to somebody today.